0: This is Corey Willis with PBI, and you're listening to The Diesel Podcast.
1: I'm Adam Blattenberg from Diesel World. Hi, I am Clint Cannon from APS. This is Dan, owner of Dan's Diesel Performance. I'm Cass from Diesel Doctor of Tennessee, and you're listening to The Diesel Podcast. What is going on, Diesel Nation? We're excited to have you guys with us today. We've got a great show. We've got Christian from BD Diesel, and he's going to be talking to us about VGT turbos, specifically turbos that will support five to 600 horsepower, They drop in, they're easy to install, but they give you that extra performance that you're looking for on your truck, whether it's Cummins, Duramax, Powerstroke, tons of different things they're working on. He's gonna talk to us about that as well as a huge sale on their Super B kits. So for the the 5.9s, they've got a ton of options for you guys out there looking to lower EGTs, make a bit more power, and be able to support your use of the truck and then we're going to also ask him about this new thing that BD's doing with dynoing the transmissions and the torque converters together like why why does that matter why is it important for you as a truck owner or a built transmission buyer to demand that and invest in that so he's going to answer those questions before we get to it though we want to thank you guys for helping us stay in the top 10 on iTunes automotive for the better part of a year we really appreciate your support your enthusiasm your feedback We want to encourage you guys to leave us reviews on iTunes, and you can let us know if there's guests you want to hear from or events or things that you guys would like to know more about diesel. We do check those all the time. Really appreciate the feedback, and you guys have made us the highest rated and most rated diesel podcast on iTunes in the world, and we can't thank you guys enough for that, so keep doing it. Keep letting us know who you want to hear from. We'll make sure and get them on the podcast also diesel world magazine is a sponsor of the podcast we want to encourage you guys to go to dieselworldmag.com check out their website they've got a ton of new things for 2019 to keep you updated on what's going on in diesel whether it's events racing parts tons of different things so make sure you bookmark that page check them out or pick up an issue in your local auto parts store bookstore etc all right guys let's get to the podcast with christian Christian, it's great to have you back on the Diesel Podcast every holidays. Oh, they were
0: wonderful. They were wonderful, not near long enough, but uh, <laughs> but it's always good to take a break and kind of reset.
1: <laughs> it seems like once we uh, come back from the holiday break, it's ready to get into race season and new products and tons of different things. And I saw you guys have a ton of new products and updates and things like that I've been seeing on Facebook and Instagram, and some of our listeners have asked for us to chat with you guys about them, learn a bit more, and just kind of wanted to turn the floor over to you and ask you what's new, what are some some uh, new products that people can purchase for their trucks?
0: Yeah, for sure. You know what, um, one of the big themes too is, is that what we're trying to do is taking a look at uh, mass market appeal, and we're trying to really go after um, a larger market share on how really could can we ex- uh, change the driving experience for the majority of diesel owners and with that I guess really it's not tremendously new but you're going to see some new product coming out within the next uh, next quarter I would say maybe a little bit longer than that um, to the Screamer series and the Screamer series is uh, effectively they are kinda of stock turbo upgrades you know they share the same frame size of a stock turbocharger but uh, they feature upgraded components um, great thing about that is is that insulation is is usually very very simple. Um, usually, cost wise, insulation costs, like I said, or just overall cost, is a little lower. Um, maximum performance, of course, would be a little bit um, restricted. But you know what? Uh, We're mass market appeal in the anywhere between 400 to 600 horse. We figure that's kind of the sweet spot or the bell curve. Um, we feel that uh we're quite comfortable we can actually design a uh stock replacement turbocharger that uh that performs very very well in those applications um in some cases uh, the benefit is is that you don't lose out on an exhaust brake in the
1: case of the the Dodge screamer which is awesome that seems to be the 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 hardest part to to meet is where you want to make a bit more power than stock, but you don't want the lag, or you want to retain some of the factory features that the truck has, but you get a little bit more performance out of it. So it sounds like that combines a bit more airflow, you know, a bit more power and torque that people want, but with the drivability that's so important on a daily driven truck.
0: Yeah, I think so, and I would agree. And I think we put ourselves, um, we put our, we have to put ourselves in in the shoes of a daily user, right? That mass market, that bell curve of you know what not everybody wants 800 or a thousand horsepower everybody would love to drive a thousand horsepower but mm-hmm. you know what if uh whether i'm using my vehicle in a daily application for towing or a work truck what have you thousand horsepower is probably not reasonable and so that that four or five hundred six hundred horsepower is much more reasonable but I don't wanna lose those driving characteristics of the truck, right? I bought the truck for a reason. I like how it drives. I, I just wanna I just want more power. Not an insanely amount of more power, but I just want more power and, and this is where that screamer really fits in and that exhaust brake, uh, especially on the Dodge application, works really, really well and so we don't want to cannibalize or eliminate that. We want to accentuate the experience and make it better for that user and and really, that's the primary focus, and I think we've done
1: just that. Now, does the the Screamer lineup also include turbos for the Power Stroke and the Duramax, or is it just for the Dodge right now?
0: Uh, it does actually. Uh, Power Stroke uh, for the six liter Power Stroke, uh, you bet. And then we actually have a six four uh, Screamer in the uh, that regulated two stage that Borg Warner turbocharger system. We also have a a Screamer that utilizes the factory housing. Um, that was actually one of the very first uh, one of the earlier Screamer series we actually came out it came out under a different tag name and it's actually been uh, recategorized under the Screamer so in that six floor application we uh, reuse uh, the factory housing in the case of the the primary um, the atmosphere turbocharger we actually uh, put a large enough wheel inside that we actually have to machine the majority of the inlet out and actually create a whole new inlet of the uh the compressor cover um so we can actually hit our target airflow so it's it, it's quite a it's quite it, it's quite a machining feat <laughs> but like i said we have them for the dodge and the power strokes so the six liter and six four and and some new applications coming out i, I really don't want to uh, tip my hat uh, but um or actually let the cat out of the bag i apologize but uh, uh we do have some new applications coming out in the future and we're pretty excited about that
1: Are most of the well, I guess maybe all of them would be basically like a drop in turbo replacement where it's probably fitting, you know, like the stock manifold and charge pipes and things like that to keep the installation somewhat limited. So somebody could do it themselves or they could take it to a shop or even take it to you guys if they're close enough. And most definitely, yep, that's really that's really cool because the labor time is depending on the engine, I guess, can be (laughs) somewhat you know more involved than others. But I think a, a quick install is always always nice.
0: And I think the big misconception is, is that I'm going to be, the horsepower is somewhat limited. Um, and, and that is certainly the case. But again, if, if we're trying to hit that bell curve, that 500, 600 horsepower, we can hit that. Um, the, the sizes, the frame sizes, um, are large enough to support this horsepower in the case of the, the Dodge application. Um, we uh, use a, a billet compressor wheel, 64 and a half millimeters of inducer. So right there, uh, that is, is well enough uh, airflow to support that 500, 600 horsepower range. Uh, and then we open up the back end with a, with a larger turbine wheel too, right, to get a lot of that air moving through that exhaust, right? So um, it's not just real cheap and easy uh, compressor wheel upgrades. Um, you know what, we take a look at the entire system, right, so just because I put a larger compressor wheel in, um, that's not the end-all be-all, I got a lot more airflow now that I have to manage, and managing that is with the turbine wheel, so, and there's a lot of factors that go into that, right, you don't want to sacrifice your spoolability, so you got to be careful about your uh, rotating your inertia, right, so you want to uh, maximize efficiency while minimizing uh, rotating mass. And that all comes in the design. So, um, so in, in many cases, we, we take a look at not using stock designs. You know, what, what has the aftermarket uh, available? What can we design? In some cases, we've had to design whole new turbine wheels that are lighter um, to, to meet the same, uh, I always joke, the spoolability index, right? The spoolability <laughs> index, right? It, right? Everybody wants a, a quick charger to spool, and, and you want that horsepower on the top end, right? And, and that's the great thing about VGTs, right? Primarily, VGTs were, were really only bought, brought in for emissions reasons. They need a method to control uh, EGR flow. Uh, but it, it's a proven fact that you can spool quicker with a VGT. Um, and so we don't, want to, uh, we don't want to hurt the whole turbocharger and the airflow system due to a poorly controlled VGT or insane amount of back pressures. And that's the concern. You know what? One of these things when we talk to consumers, you know what? I want to, I'm going to get rid of the factory VGT because I'm so concerned about back pressures. And you know what? We're concerned about back pressures too, but back pressures, uh, back pressure actually, it, it's needed. It's, it shows that there's energy there. It's when they get insanely out of control and compared to boost pressures, that's when they start to become a concern, right? But they only get that high due to poor VGT control or poor turbine wheel size, right? So we can actually control back pressure quite effectively um, in the Dodge Screamer with, with a larger uh, turbine wheel, larger compressor wheel, right? So that's that's one of the things that that you really have to understand when you take a look at the whole system is, is high back pressures uh, can be a sign of a number of things. Uh, inefficient uh, turbine wheel. Well, you've outflowed in the turbine wheel, so you're going to create a lot more back pressure. You're not using any more of that energy to uh, for uh, rotational purposes, and so back pressure increases. Or in the case of the compressor wheel, if you've exceeded choke flow, so that compressor wheel cannot flow anymore, your proportion, your back pressure is going to drive up, right? Because I'm not producing any more boost pressure, right? So the efficiency becomes worse and worse and worse. and um, And so we don 't like to paint vgts with the with the bad paintbrush that they just cause high back pressure because uh, there 's a lot more to it, and we feel that we've we 've uh, managed those to a certain expectation right it's five six hundred horse we can manage it yeah, eight hundred to a thousand horse of course yeah it 's outside the design scope without a doubt
1: I think with all the upgrades that are available to these trucks, you know these turbos uh, they 're <clears throat> they do well on a stock trucker. That's what they're built around, is meeting these stock power levels. But once tuning and other hard parts come into play, well, now you've got all this fuel, a turbo that's gonna be way outside of the efficiency, and that's where this, this series bridges that gap in that power range you talked about, which I I agree, I think that's where most trucks, most trucks fall. And that's where the fun factor, the reliability factor, having the integration with the truck is so important and not having to sacrifice let's say turbo response or throttle response and so it's really cool to see that option out there in the marketplace for you know the guys are between five and six hundred horsepower and daily drive it use it for work and they want the benefits of the vgt but don't want you know the crazy drive pressure or the excessive heat that can come with a, a stock turbo
0: yeah definitely definitely and it's, yeah i think if you if you were to poll a number of uh, owners and ask them hey you know what what are you looking for what are you looking for and and i think you hit the nail on the head this is exactly what people are looking for um and the thing too about VGT is is now it's it's a programmable turbocharger right it, back in the days of mechanical turbochargers um the reli reliability, reliability was better well perhaps um there's a lot more moving parts now, but at the same time, too, you can tune these turbochargers so their characteristic changes. Um, and just like uh, sometimes some tuning works better for some applications, sometimes other tuning works better for applications, right? And we see that, right? Uh, there's a lot of great tuners out there that are doing great stuff on these turbochargers. Um, in some cases, sometimes, hey, you know what? The tuner would say, hey, I want the most amount of boost pressure possible and i'll keep those veins closed well you know what that's going to be detrimental to the life of the turbocharger and the experience of the driver right (laughs) so that's where you get that insanely high drive pressures yeah but my boost is super high 60 psi yeah but my drive pressure is 110 psi yeah (laughs) we're going to start to run into some challenges right so
1: i saw on facebook you guys had a post as well caught my attention i think price drops always capture people's attentions but it was with the super b kits for the i think it was the 94 to 12 uh, cummins engines and i wanted to ask you what separates the the super b single from the screamer kits i guess it would more so pertain to the newer trucks but we could also talk about the five nines as well what are those turbos focus on what are those kits geared towards for a power range
0: uh for sure for sure so the super b is a, a general classification of a, a BorgWarner S300 frame, right, uh, with a waste turbine housing, right? So uh, we, were really, uh, we really pushed hard, probably, oh, it's got to be at least 10 to 12 years ago to really make that Super B a uh, namesake, and it, it was a really popular turbocharger. Um, as horsepowers grew, as vehicles changed, as drivers' requirements changed, uh, the Super B had to morph as well. It, it has to change around. Um, and and really, in a lot of cases now, with the SXE, um, the Super B uh, compared to the SXE, the SXE turbochargers from Borg Warner are Borg Warner's latest and greatest technology, and they got some great improvements, right? The Super B is uh, a- SX version, so it's a previous technology. Still has some great value, great uh, performance benefits. Um, but it is a little older in technology, right? And, and so that's why we're offering some of that stuff at a discount. So for those earlier trucks, 94, 95, uh, 2002, 2004, early 2004, those guys can really benefit from the SX. It's still an improvement, right? And so there's, there's still a great value proposition for those people out of a conventional non-VGT turbocharger, right, uh, mm-hmm. where the Screamer is your latest technology, um stock replacement vgt the super b is the earlier generation the first generation of conventional waste gated turbo right so when we put those on uh on sale uh and actually to be honest with you it's a great like i said value proposition because a lot of those kits come with an exhaust manifold everything you need is included in this kit and so as a user you buy one part number you get everything you need you just bolt it up and and it's good to go so um yeah, we're pretty excited. And again, the, the more product we can move to customers, um, and get their driving experience better, um, the better it is for everybody, right? This whole industry grows, right? Our name gets better. Uh, customers really get to feel, you know, what, what we've been trying to push for this longest time. It's, it's, it's not like we're just a marketing company selling this stuff we believe in the stuff we sell it has a positive impact on your driving experience um yeah so it's it's
1: pretty it's a pretty
0: exciting time for us for technology as well
1: i was going to mention the
0: the
1: the kits including a downpipe's a big one because not all kits do and so buying just one part number that has everything you know whether it's a 12 valve or a vp truck or an early common rail or something like that it makes it Well, I I think it goes back to the experience, which I think buying the part and installing the part can be as important as the driving experience. So I think making it easy to just, you know, order from you guys and, you know, they call you guys up and say, hey, this is the, the turbo kit I want. They get a box, everything's in it, and it makes that go smooth. So that way, when they go out on that test drive and they get to feel the response, it reinforces that driving experience.
0: Definitely. And I think we're firm believers in trying to include everything possible in the kit. Um, I have no idea what happened with society. I think it actually started, I'm going to throw the airline industry out of the bus. Um, <laughs> but ever since I bought an airline ticket and I had to pay for my leg, uh, my uh, baggage, everything else, it seems everything is just pieced out and we get nickeled and dimed to everything together, right? Mm-hmm. So all in the case to show a lower sticker price, it just drives me crazy because... You know what? I'm a consumer of product as well. I install stuff. The last thing I want to see is it shows up on Friday. I get to install it on a Saturday morning, and I realize I don't have half the components I need. Right? Uh, everybody's closed, and it just drives me crazy. Right? So it's just a terrible experience. Just a terrible experience. So we tried to change that. So, so yeah. So the Super B's gone on sale. Uh, we actually have. Um, an iron horn kit which is the latest and greatest sxe that's kind of taking over the super b um so that's the latest technology and again it's still a conventional turbocharger um, some of the horsepower uh windows are a little larger than the screamer series like the screamer series like we talked about the sweet spot is in between that four and six hundred horsepower range um but uh but yeah so we again we got a lot of stuff coming out um, this will probably be these next two quarters will probably be the biggest two quarters for us in, in a couple of years. So, um, and we're kind of known as, as fairly aggressive product releasers. So.
1: I saw another one cut to, I like to always have a curveball that I throw into a podcast and it was the add a turbo kit for the LML that I saw. I think it was right around the holidays or maybe a bit before. And I wanted to ask you about that kit and have you tell us a little bit about what's, what, what size turbos included with it, what kind of power ranges, that that would support and what years it fits.
0: Yeah, For sure, for sure. So first of all, when we took a look at this market, we actually had a lot of people request um, an added turbo kit. It, it was quite popular for the for the GM, for the Duramax enthusiasts, right? Because of for the dollar spent, you get a pretty big bang for your buck. Um, so we took a look at the market, um, and what is, some of the challenges is that – our engineers here, uh, they're gearheads, right? They either race cars, drag race bikes, right? They're very particular. And one of the things on the market is what we pride ourselves into making a turbocharger kit, or any kit for that matter, look like an OEM kit. So if somebody was to open the hood, they would have said, hey, you know what, this is direct from the factory. And so that puts in an extremely tight requirement on design conditions. One- the paint has to be proper. The fitment has to be proper. All sensors have to be integral in the system. We can't compromise anything. We want the best experience, and um, we feel that people will purchase a good-looking product, right? Um, even if it costs a little bit more, they'll always take pride. That's the, that's what we believe in. Take pride in your vehicle. Take pride in the quality products. So that kind of limited. You know what? Who we could compete with, and so on and so forth. So we took a look at the market opportunity here, and it was definitely there. The challenge is, is the other things we heard is that all the competitors were always a build-to-order type of thing. I wanted to order a kit. Yeah, well, it's going to be seven to ten days before you get this kit. And you know what? That's a, that's a missed opportunity, right? We have right. great distribution partners. uh... We have inventory in stock at all these distribution partners. So if you wanted to order this a turbo kit, literally you could have it within a day or two ready for the install. So that really makes a big difference to the install shops, right? They don't have to tie up a lot of money in inventory or they have to put their customer on a waiting list where that customer could. And you know what? Maybe I've decided not, right? Um, so we've taken a really look at the whole distribution channel and said, you know what? We want to make this experience as best as possible. How do we do that? Well, release a great product Two, make sure the product is available to the end user as quick as possible. Right. And so we kind of, we kind of tick off those boxes per se. Now about the kit itself is, is that every sensor is reused, whether you have a coolant level sensor, everything is reused. We give you uh, relocation trays for your battery. We give you a new coolant surge tank. Um, again, the fit and finish is like OEM. Uh, it uses the standard uh, 475 turbocharger, um, and we can change that turbocharger to a high-flow turbocharger, number of different things would need to change for that, but that kind of these is the industry standard, and I predominantly because um, the value. It is, is a fairly cheap turbocharger, and it performs, it adds a certain level of performance that is desirable, so. That's kind of our, our new forte. That's our, our first forte into the Duramax. We're not a, a, a great GM or Chevy um, product company. Uh, and this is something we're really taking a hard look at and saying, hey, you know what, how do we, how do we cater to the, to the GM Chevy market a little bit more? What do we need
1: to do, right? And, and it's kind of been a, a goal of ours. I think one thing that's really important that you know, a lot of our listeners work at diesel shops or own diesel shops or, they're they're involved in the the local service market and the stock level and the ability to get these quick is so important because we we've seen or heard or even myself at different times have wanted a part and there's a two to three week lead time or if i want um you know depending what year it is it might have to wait for fabrication or different things and when you have that time involved there's a ton of other things to buy. And sometimes as a consumer, we do, we say, well, I'm going to wait, you know, I'll do that eh, maybe in the summer, maybe in the fall and I buy something else. But I think to have it available and quick and to be able to get it to the installer or get it to my house, if I'm going to do it myself, is so important. And I think that really helps the diesel, the diesel industry and the diesel performance aftermarket is to have that availability. Like we do in so many other goods that we, that we purchase. Yeah, I would agree,
0: right? I would agree. Like uh, the last time you went to a grocery store and you, and you wanted to buy a turkey for uh, Thanksgiving, <laughs> you hate pre-ordering turkeys, right? I want to buy a turkey today. I want to take it home. I, I, I don't want to tie my money up. I don't want to buy a turkey and have it received, you know what, 10 days later, right? It, uh-huh. it just doesn't make any sense. Um, and the experience is poor. Right? and we, we value that experience we want to make it easy for every level, whether it's the end user or the installation shop this, this
1: buying experience should be easy I think that's a major a major thing in this industry as it grows and it's, it's grown really fast and it, it's cool to sit back and, and think back to say when I first started getting into these trucks all, maybe 10 years ago or so a lot of stuff was order wait a week to two sometimes a month and now it's just like everything we've talked about in this in this podcast so far is you know you don't have to it's not you don't have to give up a lot to get the product that you want whether it's reducing turbo lag whether it's getting a kick you know, quickly, whether it's locations for your sensors to connect to tubes, whether it's clamps, whether it's a downpipe, is it's come so far and I think what you guys are doing with the product line definitely raises the bar and everyone's chasing that bar.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, to the point like we we change our website around to make sure that as much information is available. Right, we want to make sure that the consumer is available uh, this information, and he can make a an educated decision. Right, and of course, we hope he ma- he chooses our product. But at the same time, if he doesn't, hey, you know what? We can do a better ju- next, a better time next time. What did we do mm-hmm. wrong? Right? How do we educate the consumer that we feel we have the best products? Right. So whether it's actually showing the inventory um, in the four corners of the United States on our website so they know that, hey, when I order this today, you know what, it's shipping from my quarter of the United States, whether it be Southern California, you know what, or the Southeast, right? We give that information to the consumer so they can make a decision, right? And at the end of the day, they hope they choose, I hope they choose our product, but uh, I'll continue to give and push to make sure that product awareness is there, right? Whether it's the Screamer series, the Super B, the Iron Horn, or the new product that we're releasing in the next week or two, we're gonna make sure the information is available,
1: right? And the experience is top notch. There was another post I saw. I've been seeing a lot of posts. You guys are doing a great job on social media with information and things. And it was the, it's a transmission in the torque converter matched on the dyno so when when you, you guys build one and it goes to a customer they're matched together i wanted to ask you why is that important to the end user or to the installer
0: so this is one of those things uh it's kind of the misnomer it's it's it doesn't happen that regularly right if you if you take a look at in this industry uh generally these two components the transmission and the torque converter they're manufactured on a different assembly line and very rarely, if ever, are they actually dyno-tested for validation together, right? And mm-hmm. generally what people do is they have this one token test torque converter that they test all their transmissions with, uh, and that one stays right by the transmission dyno. So we took a look at this, and we said, you know what, it, it just seems foolish. What do we need to do? What do we need to do to, to change this? And, of course, our manufacturing line has to change, um, Certain tooling has to change. Why? Because it it results in a better product for the end user, right? Um, now these two units are tested together to make sure they meet our strict quality control requirements. Now the anomaly of, oh, you know what, they weren't tested together, or you know what, uh, the splines don't fit, or something, right? Some crazy problem is eliminated. So every single transmission that we ship out, would be tested with the torque converter. Uh, it just makes common sense. It's, and it, it takes a little bit to, to set up the assembly line, but we believe there's exceptional value in doing it this way. Uh, and again, it's, it's all in the quest to make the overall experience better, right? That's Correct. what we want to do. We want to make this experience, whether it's a quality, performance, or buying experience, we want to make sure that that's as best as possible. Um, yeah, we have that duty to our customers, right? Again, we live it, we breathe it. Uh, this is what we do every single day to get better and better and better. And we kind of push these envelopes, right? Can't stay status quo. Status quo, it's you're being left behind. So what can we I'm do being, better?
1: I think it's really important for the, the truck owners out there who maybe they've never bought a transmission, aftermarket transmission, maybe they've never needed to. And not all of them are tested as far as in the marketplace. Sometimes they're not. Sometimes the first time that it goes into drive and in reverse is going to be in their truck. And there's so many things that can happen from point A to the you know point B in the installation where it's almost it could be hit or miss. So I think it's really important that they know when they buy one of the one of the BD setups that it's tested, it's gone through whatever protocols and things that you guys want to see to, to validate it, to put it in the box, to send it, so when it gets to them or the installer, that guesswork isn't there. It's well, not, most definitely. not its maiden voyage, so to speak.
0: <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. And the best thing you can do is, is there transmission fluid in your torque converter? Is there fluid uh, in the transmission pan? Are those clutches wet, right? Mm-hmm. That's how you test for this stuff, right? And every single transmission... Somebody ships or, or that I install has to be tested. It just blows my mind that people would get away with, and the old trick in the book is to air test them. You get shop air and you apply your pistons. Well, that seems good, and then you bolt it all together. And uh, You know what? The customers, they're too valuable, right? Uh, I wouldn't do that to a family member. I, wouldn't, I would test everything before I sent it out. The last thing I like to hear is when a customer has a problem, uh, we take it to heart right um yeah and it, it it there's there always is a better way and that's to to test it always
1: test always test yeah i think that goes well as you mentioned it goes back to the the experience and uh it, it's i don't want to sound like a broken record but it's so cool to see how far this industry is coming so quickly because companies are willing to value that to value that experience versus just the dollar or the profit margin or the sale because that doesn't that doesn't guarantee a a good experience and i think what you mentioned really early on in this podcast which is if there's a positive experience that the the truck owner has it helps everyone and specifically i think they have a great experience with one of your products and we we know truck guys we congregate together we're at work and talking about trucks and it's not this nightmare story that three to four other people hear. It's, hey, I bought this turbo kit from BD. Or I got this transmission from BD. It's great. I went out there, you know, drove it. It was fun. It, you know, I towed my trailer EGTs were lower, whatever it might be. Well, then those other people hear, and they say, well, maybe it isn't as scary to invest in this upgrade or choose this upgrade. And that's the long-term goal and, and, and what it's really cool to see happening now with the aftermarket in in diesel
0: definitely definitely and i think as an industry we have this responsibility you know what i don't i don't have a a warranty liability with a competitor's product but when a end user has a bad experience with a competitor's product i think we can all agree that it kind of puts a tarnish on the industry right Mm -hmm. because if we lose that customer to the industry everybody loses out right um, and so as an industry, we got to continue to push to make sure our products are the best they can be, right? We got to grow this industry together, right? So
1: for sure. And I think with some, uh, upcoming releases you have, you just signed yourself up for another podcast coming up here pretty soon, Christian. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. So it's,
0: you know, it, it's nice, you know, what? nice to reach an audience, nice to, um, uh, kind of portray our company vision. Uh, what do we stand for? Right. Um, and it, and it's important that a company has a vision that way, right? So it, it's kind of some of these things that, uh, why we show up every morning, right? So it, it, it's pretty important. So we love developing new product and we always have new product coming out uh, for all the different applications. But at the
1: same time too, we love taking care of our customers. So It's one of the many things that uh, we enjoy about a podcast is with these questions um, or topics is I can just ask you and you can, you can say, you know, the, the, the truck owners and enthusiasts out there can hear what BD Diesel is working on, what they value, what went into these products, so they can hear it right from you guys. So that's exciting for us and, and really important, and, and we appreciate what you guys are doing for the aftermarket performance industry and these new products. So I, I look forward to chatting with you here in a couple weeks. I'm going to be keeping an eye on Facebook and Instagram for what these products are. But uh, I'm sure it'll give us another opportunity to sit down and chat and learn more about what went into it and what what truck owners can expect when they order the kit and get it on their truck. Yeah, wonderful.
0: Yeah, definitely. It's exciting times.
1: Perfect. Well, I appreciate your time today, Christian. Thank you. Don't forget, diesel fans, make sure and head on over to DieselPerformance.com. Check out the products that Christian just told us about from the Screamer Turbo, the Super B kits, and also BD transmissions and torque converters. And also go to dieselworldmag.com, check out what's new in diesel for 2019 as we're heading into race season. And keep leaving us feedback on iTunes, we love hearing from you guys. Till next time, keep the shiny side up.